This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Kiss Week might be over for Chris and myself. But Kiss Never Ends right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend, my road trip buddy, my rock and roll brother, Chris Sinzak. How you doing? Oh man, what a week it's been. It was quite a week, man. Historic. Yeah, very historic. I, mean, I, I still can't believe it. All the things we got to see in this, just the last, you know, four or five days. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was well worth spending the money to go down to Atlanta and, oh, yeah. and, and be part of the whole festivities because it was, like you said, historic. I mean, this is something that uh, you know will be a news item years and years down the road, the, re- yeah. the return of Vinnie Vincent. Oh, man, how cool it was. It was great. I mean, where do we even begin? I guess, well, I guess the best place to begin is to take care of some business yeah. and then get right into it as we relive our rock and roll adventures down in Atlanta. So before we get to all that, I see here that you guys have been awesome about leaving us reviews. You know we love them. You know we love them a lot. We got one of each, one from Facebook, one from iTunes. First one's from iTunes. It's entitled The Kings of Hard Rock and Metal Podcasts. Ooh, I like that. Comes to us from Ash Crafty. It's a five-star review just the way we like them, and it goes a little something like this. I've been listening to podcasts since 2005 and tried to find rock podcasts. There are quite a handful out there but they weren't quite what I was looking for. Finally, I found Decibel Geek, and they checked all the boxes on my list. Chris and Aaron have great chemistry and passion for music. The show has everything you want. The music you love, the hidden gems you missed back in the day, and amazing new music that needs to be played for the world. They do great interviews with players, big and small, in the industry. Even if it's just the two bannering, it's always entertaining. If creating a great podcast isn't enough, they've started a movement of fellow podcasts and an exhaustively rewarding website full of all the content you need. Decibel Geek is the hub for all the music content you need. Thanks to Decibel Geek, I'm listening to more music than ever. Thanks for the hard work, guys. Five stars from Ash Crafty. Love it. That's great. Full of information. You know, when somebody's flipping through the iTunes looking for something that rocks... They're going to see that, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the one. I feel like I should send them money or something. It's <laughs> so, so glowing. Thank you so much. It's like a press release. And it's I, beautiful. And, and now I guess we can call ourselves rock and roll royalty now. We're we the, are. We're the kings. Yeah, right? we're the kings of rock podcasting. I like it. We'll claim that title. Cool. All right, here's another one. Came to us across on Facebook. <coughs> this one's also five stars. Comes to us from Ross J. Feichert. And it goes a little something like this. Chris and Aaron put on one of the best rock and roll podcasts this side of the TCP slash IP stack. What does that mean? 
I'm guessing it's some technical term, but I don't uh, I, IP internet protocol. That's what I'm guessing. We'll take it. He says, I defy you to find a better couple of lads. Their interviews are the stuff of legend, and you can always count on them to bring a little levity to your day. In short, the Decibel Geek podcast makes my pants tight. <laughs> Even if they fail to mention my liquid ass purchase via the Amazon link. I was trying to do you a favor, Ross. What the hell is liquid ass? It's exactly what you think it is. It's a liquid that smells like ass. Ew. That doesn't sound delightful at all. You can even get that through our Amazon link. You, you can get, get anything. anything. <laughs> so far, that's been the, that's been the most risque thing bought through the Amazon link. Liquid ass. Liquid so ass. Step what, up what your do you game do pulse. with it? Some lingerie or some, or some <laughs> sex toys, but liquid ass. Jesus Christ. We can do better, guys. Well, we'll take what we can get. We appreciate everybody that leaves us a review, whether it's on iTunes or Facebook. You you guys love what we're doing, you know, and that mm. means the world to us. So, we you know, we're, we're going to keep going. You keep it up, too. Yeah. If you haven't left us a review yet, what you waiting on? That's right. And our other favorite people, the Geeks of the Week this week, these are the people that share on Facebook and retweet on Twitter last week's episode, and last week's got a lot of shares. I it was see that. The Top 5 Vinnie Vincent Guitar Solos episode. So. We could have probably done the Top 100 yeah, Vinnie probably. Vincent Guitar Solos and still do a Part 2. Be breaking out the Treasure Solos. And yeah. Dan Hartman Solos. There ain't a whole lot that guy's done with a guitar that I don't love. Oh, we'll get to that, too. Okay. Um, yeah, we have a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we do. Oh, man, what a weekend it was. So, Geeks of the Week this week are Joshua Toomey from Talk To Me, Ian Wildly from Rock and Metal Combat, Rock and Ron Runyon, who we had a great time hanging out with. Yeah. Adam Cox, Digital Kill, the Radio Star Podcast, Andrew Jacobs, Aaron Baker from Storytime with Aaron Baker, Growing Up Rock Podcast, Todd Cunningham, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Neil Johnson, Drunken Lullabies, Dennis Talbot from the Ages of Rock Podcast, Shane Bear, the Synaptic Empire, Kenneth Roy, Scott Stein, Joe Lescon. I hung out with Joe and his wife Robin through most of the weekend, and they were awesome. They were so cool to hang out with. Love those guys. Somebody's getting their faces lit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I left dry faced. I was a little disappointed. Um, Mike Grabowski, Joseph Capone, Kiss Army Omaha, Alexis Comedicus, Derek Labor, Wayne Cross, Mike Stewart, Mark Alden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, Eric Sartana Horner, Mikhail Burrell, Jacob Erickson, Greg McGlone, Craig Broderick, Samuel Wetz, Save Rock and Metal, Satan shared it. Sonny, Satan himself, huh? That's what I said on wow. Twitter. said Satan. Sonny Pooney, Tom Brennan, Ruben Garcia, J.J. Mack, Daryl Albert, Ernesto Aguiar, Christopher Stokes, and... The, the Mooger Fooger. Yes, those are our people. They love the Decibel Geek podcast almost as much as we love them. Yes. They're out there sharing the word, getting it out to on the streets, back on the streets, yeah. letting people know there's something cool going on here. You need to check it out. Yep. So. Wow. Where do we start with all this? I mean. Uh, I was born on November 5th. <laughs> no, um, it's a good thing, too. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had nearly as much fun this weekend. Uh, crazy weekend, man. Um I guess start with, you know, we left, uh, you know, we both worked on Thursday and uh, left Thursday night and drove to Atlanta, got there very late. Yeah. And uh, our good friend Kevin Williams from the band The Swear was, gave us a place to stay the first couple nights. And He's such an awesome guy. And incredible you, and host. It, and if you guys haven't checked out the band The Swear yet, you yeah, got to do it. Check them out. Great guy. Awesome band. Mm-hmm. And thank, one of the thank you, Kevin. One of the coolest man caves I've ever seen. Absolutely, especially the one room with the drum set and the guitars hanging on. Yeah, all the wall. that was amazing. That guy's got a CD collection that rivals yeah. the Decibel Geek Library. He does. It's a good thing I didn't bring my laptop with me, or I wouldn't have seen any of Atlanta. He's been I ripping said, just, CDs. Just leave me here. I'm going to rip CDs all day. All just come day. back and get me. 
but he was super fun to hang out with. Yeah. You know, we got up Friday morning and uh, he immediately took us to Little Five Points and we went record shopping at a couple record yeah. stores. Some really fun places to go. And uh, I got the uh, Judas Priest Sin After Sin on 180 gram vinyl. That was nice. It's still sealed. And uh, I got well. I found a <laughs> I found a cool Vinny related album, and then it turns out I left it at Kevin's house. So I said, well, I'll bring it up in August. Um, but it's a band called Heat from the early '80s, and uh, it's got some guitar playing from Vinny with a Y Cusano listed on the back. Wow! And it was just it was a weird kind of like strange that I find this the day before you know yeah. the expo started. Were you even aware of that before? I think I remember hearing the band name and him tied to it, but I never heard any of the music. Well, I can't wait till August so we yeah, can hear it. I know. And uh, yeah, I found I found a get? couple of uh, well, I, you know, I get CDs. I yeah. found a couple of uh, accept CDs that I needed mm. for my collection. I'm getting there. My my accept collection is almost complete, and yeah. a bunch of other cool stuff. It means we got to get Wolf and Peter over here to sign all of them. Yeah, they could be here for a while. There's a lot right. of accept albums. Yeah, there is. So Went, uh, Criminal Records down in Atlanta. Yeah, that was awesome a cool store. Place. I love that place. And we went to a place called the Vortex and got a really cool burger. And, yeah, um, delicious. That start. place is cool. That's if you ever if you're down in Atlanta and you're looking for something to eat, you definitely go to the Vortex. If you mm -hmm. love big old delicious cheeseburgers, because mm -hmm. they got them, and the scenery in that place will blow that your wild. blow you away. And of course, before we went to the record and shopping and eating we picked up rock and ron at the airport yeah we did which is known as the seventh circle of hell <laughs> yeah because you got to drive through it seven times before you can pick yeah, up who you want most place, of the time that place is ridiculous i was just glad all we had to do is pick somebody up and not go inside and uh so ron was there and he was and drinking started around the, at the vortex i think right yeah. yeah that was where we first started drinking and there was a lot of drinking over the weekend trying to i'm probably going to forget stuff now that i think about celebratory it. awesome drinking fun yeah so then we took Ron to the hotel, and uh, mm -hmm. the the uh, meet and, well the the people for the meet and greet were there waiting on Vinny. Right, our and, meet and greet was until Sunday, no, so we weren't but, supposed to be there. But when in Rome, um, so we walked over to the floor where it was happening, and walked over in the hallway, and you know there were people waiting outside, and I think Vinny was already like an hour late at that point. Yeah, people were, <laughs> they were grumbling a little bit, yeah, but and Eddie Trunk was doing his show at the time, waiting for Vinny to show up, and it yeah, just he seemed was like stalling, and it seemed like every break there, it was just getting delayed and eddie started to get sounding a little more nervous as time went on because he was i think he got down to like the last half hour of his show yeah. and he was like you know i'm almost done i'm done at four guys and but then he did show up you gotta um, hand it to eddie he's a hell of a staller right and we got run off the floor or i thought yeah. we, i thought we did <laughs> me and kevin went down to the lobby where um where we waited for a little bit and then turns out aaron and ron just kind of ducked out of the way for a little bit so they wouldn't be noticed and then when the people weren't looking, they'd move back into the hallway where they could shoot down the hallway and see where the door was. Yeah. And if Ron I, was determined, he wanted to get that first shot yeah. of Vinnie Vincent. And you know what? And he did. He did. And I didn't even know it until yesterday that he got it. He didn't even know he got it until he went back and looked at the video. And he, he sent me a message yeah. the other day and was like, you know what? I did get them. <laughs> like, I'll be damned. So, yeah. So, go to the Decibel Geek TV YouTube channel, and you can find the part one, and it's called, like, The Arrival. And, yeah. And right at the very end, you can see Vinny walking into the down the hallway into the room. So, like, that's the first uh, glimpse of him. There's a lot of cool videos right now on Decibel Geek TV Ron on the Facebook. Ron did some amazing work on that. Yes, he did. And, uh... We love him for it. We love that guy. He he does so much for our sh for our show and to help get the word out. 
Ron is a great contributor to what we do. Absolutely. Yeah. And he helped me bring the buttons to the people. He did. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole video. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even get to see this when it happened. I don't even know where the hell I was. There's I was so like, many little rock and roll kids running yeah. around in there, you know, and it's like, wow, I got to stop and talk to them. And then one asked me to get their picture taken with them. It was fun, man. So you, cool. You are a hell of an ambassador for our, for our name. That's why I'm the mayor of Rock and Pod. You are. You did a great job. Uh, yeah, I had a ball watching that. And then Ron would, like, you know, speed up the footage to go yeah. through. And, and, yeah, I've already gotten messages from people saying, oh, it felt like I was there. It was so cool. Yeah. So, we, so great job on that. But so Friday, you know, we went to the hotel, and then we got promptly kicked out. And then finally Vinny showed up. And at that point, it was like, well, there's no reason to stay because right. they're all going to be locked in a room for hours. So then we head to the place that became the hang of the entire weekend, which was the Bucket Shop Cafe right next door. Those people were great. They were so good, and they did great drink menu, great food, and um, we went there to get something to eat and, of course, drink more. Well, here's the funny thing, because the hotel where the actual expo was at, yeah, they were not prepared for the KISS fans. No. No, <laughs> because for like a couple mile radius around this hotel, yeah. all the ATMs were empty. Yeah. They ran out of beer. Mm. They ran out of alcohol. Ran out of servers, apparently, too. Ran out of servers. Yeah. There's, we had our order taken, were... and 45 minutes later, nothing. It's like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm leaving. <laughs> Back to the bucket shop we right. went. Yeah. But uh, it was – so we started drinking there, and then I, that's where I ran it. Uh, well, before that, we ran into uh, Robin and Joe yeah. from Kansas City. Fun to hang out with. And they were so fun to hang out with. And, and then it was kind of on at that point. It's like, oh, boy, now we're all drinking. Yeah. And, and – uh, so that turned into like several hours, and then it was like then it was time to go out to Kennesaw, which is where Joe's girlfriend Karen lives. I was nice and bombed by then. All of us were. <laughs> and uh, I watched that video with myself and Jody from Podcast Rock City, and I'm out on the out on the deck, and man, I was I hammered up, and I'm explaining to him our day so far, and I'm right. watching that back on. Holy shit, I'm glad I stopped at some point and started drinking water. <laughs> or I might not have made it to the expo the next morning. We definitely partook a lot. And uh so we get to, to Karen's house and uh that was that that was great. It was like a rock and pod reunion. Cause, oh, totally. Because we walk in and uh Sonny Hollywood Poonies there and Jody Havnots there and Stephen Michael and his girl and his wife were there, and Jennifer and uh, God, who else? There were so many people there. Buddy Baker was Buddy there. Buddy Baker and Chris uh, Kimchi, Chris from here in Nashville, came down. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Well, he came. Him and Joe eventually got oh, showed yeah, up at right. like after they came ten together, o'clock. Didn't they? Yeah, because they were waiting. Like we're all waiting for them to come back and to- tell us how it went because right. they were ones of the ones that were locked into the room that mm-hmm. we didn't get to go into. <laughs> yeah, they were waiting and. Uh, and so, but until they got there, we had a blast. You know, we were just just talking and catching up, and you know, Sonny's got Gene Simmons' vault and, down there, yep. so we're getting to sample some of that. We got to hear the Eddie Van Halen stuff, which is killer. We did Aaron? Uh, Aaron made sure that everyone quieted down just so we could at least get those songs in. Well, because it was cool to hear. Jody and I came back in from outside, and it's like it's playing. It's like, oh shit, we're missing it. You right. know, everybody stop. Yeah, silence. Yeah. Play. Aaron is the best MC I've ever met. <laughs> and no, no matter what, what the environment, the situation, the crowd, anything, he can take over the room, and it's amazing. I, I mean, I wish it would rub off more on me because I'm the shy type, you know. So it's like Aaron, but Aaron's like, oh, I'm going to step in and say something right now. <laughs> Aaron's not afraid to look stupid. <laughs> no, you just look stupid. It was it was cool. I thought it was great. Fun. That was the only chance I was going to have it hearing those demos anyway. Yeah, and um, all in fun. But yeah, so the Eddie Van Halen, you know the 
those those demos were especially got love for sale because it was straight up Eddie Van Halen. Oh yeah, playing and, yeah. You yeah. let her rip on that. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like if Kiss had hired Eddie Van Halen in 1977, it would have sounded like that. Yeah. Um. So that would I mean he's no Ace Frehley, but he's pretty good. <laughs> oh, we're not going to start this argument. <laughs> Are we going to do Kiss Lightning Round Two and start arguing this? Oh man. Um. But no. So that was cool. And then I've I. We got to pay attention to a few others. Like uh, there was the one song called "I Want to Live" that Gene and Vinny wrote for during the Creature session. Yeah. Very different type of song. Yeah, pretty cool though. You could tell why it didn't make Creatures though, because it stylistically did not fit. Right. But it was really cool to actually hear it. Um, other than that, though, most of the time it was just background music for the for the debauchery that was going down in the house. I love the book that comes and with it. And the book was amazing. Yeah, I'm uh, and I'm not here to do a commercial for the vault, but I it, I certainly started leaning more towards buying yeah. it after after hearing it and seeing that book. Well, there was a little announcement we heard later on through the weekend right. that really made us want to get it. Although m- most everybody's probably heard it by now. Yeah. Like, although they still have yet to announce the date as of this recording. They hmm. were supposed to do it like yesterday, I think. I've only got some much time to save money i know well you know, they, well they said they're supposed <laughs> take to take out a loan they said there's supposed to be a message from Vinny shortly and that was posted yesterday morning and it still hasn't been posted so i took the picture of ted knight from caddyshack and it says well we're waiting <laughs> yeah yeah i posted that which will probably not go over well but um but yeah, so there's going to the be, rumor is yeah. that they're doing a vault thing here in nashville oh yeah they're doing a, a yeah in uh april i think and uh yeah Rumor has it, Vinny Vincent's going to be there. Oh, Vinny and Gene in the same room with the vault. Vinny did confirm it. He's going to be there. Awesome. That's just, where am I going to find $2,000? I'm going to have to put a lien on my car. I know. <laughs> uh, join Patreon. Join Patreon. Yeah, please. Join Patreon. Um, we'll start a GoFundMe. <laughs> oh, God. Our, um, our GoFundMe's tied up right now. Right. Yeah, no kidding. Um so the party was great. Joe, Joe, and and Mike got there really late, and and then but they gave us the lowdown on what happened, what it was like, and his, you know, the, when he met Vinny, and that was great, you know, to to hear that from them first, and then we just had more fun, and it was a late night, and I don't think I even remember the car ride home. I really don't think I remember it. Not much. No, no, not really. Yeah, <laughs> we were both pretty drunk. It was a, it was a, it was a fun time. I'm glad we weren't driving. <laughs> I know. And then you know, every night that we were there, with the exception of the last one, we went to bed like after two a.m. Yeah, every single night. Because there was just so much going on, you just can't drag yourself away from no. it. It's like. If I could have the power of not sleeping, right. I'd, I'd use it this weekend. Yeah. So we then uh, Saturday rolls around. We w- we wake up bleary eyed, and then go down there. And we get there with, with what we think is plenty of time, right? Yeah. And we get up to the hallway where the where the expo doors are to let you in, and then we start following the line. Well, it's funny, yeah, because we take the elevator up yeah. and basically find where the line is, and then start walking to where we think the back of it is, and then we and go down a flight of stairs, down another flight of stairs, down another. It was flight like three of stairs. flights of stairs. Wasn't there was it? a lot of people waiting in line to get in. Yeah, it was like three floors worth of stairs. Yeah, and uh, you know, and we we weren't registered as a dealer, but we were. You know, Joe from Podcast Rock City agreed to let us use part of his table. Yeah. So it's like, I'd like to get up there and set our stuff up, you know. And I was like, this is a bummer, man. And they're like, yeah, I, we're going to be here for hours. I know. I texted, like. I texted Joe and I said, this is the longest line I have ever seen 
I'll see you this afternoon. Because <laughs> I was like, there's no way we're getting up there anytime soon. Yeah, I was pretty bummed out. And then, boom. All of a sudden, Joe appears there next was. to us with passes, like dealer passes. And he goes, I'm here to save you. <laughs> oh, he did. He definitely and he saved did, us. Which I'm sure pissed off a lot of people watching this. Yeah, as they the watched us walk up. all the way yeah. down and then come all the way back up past them We all. weren't in the line more than five minutes. No. Yeah. So I I'm, couldn't believe it. So thankfully, hero. yeah, and then we did the same trick to get Kevin and Rock and Ron in also. Yeah. And once we were in, it was uh, it was a fucking smorgasbord of Kiss stuff. I mean, it was it was a really cool looking expo. I mean, I've oh, been yeah. to a number of Kiss expos, and visually, the the room was cool, and it, like the the way the vendors were set up, I I was pretty impressed by it. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I. You know, and we I, we have stuff to talk about how things were organized and all that, and, and I'll get to that. But um, as somebody who's done this, certainly not on the scale that this one was, but who's been through a little bit of the nuts and bolts of putting the, something like this on, he did he did pretty well. You know, we'll talk about Derek Christopher. I guess we'll talk about that. Let's just talk about that now. Um, okay. There was. You know, there were there were a lot of issues with you know the timing of lines and you know and and. Let me before I say anything. Let me just state that with what this guy had to pull off, he did a great job. I mean, like with the amount of work that goes into something like this, and also, I don't know that they realized the demand was going to be this overwhelming. Yeah. For for Vinny, I think you and I did because this is a big story and Kiss fans we're true believers. Well, Kiss fans show up in droves for especially for something like this. Because this is you couldn't ask for anything more unique than Vinnie Vincent coming right. out of hiding after twenty years. Well, it's part of history now, right? So it was. I think he. I think Derek was incredibly overwhelmed by everything. And um, well, just for a moment, put yourself in his shoes. Like, what I if, you, what if you were doing rock and pod last <laughs> I, and, year? Oh God, and would, that many people showed up. I would have stroked out. I'd be <laughs> I know dead you right now. So yeah. I mean, my hat's off to him for surviving the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like we didn't have near the turnout of this, and and that stressed me out to no end. But uh, it was just one of the, yeah things, and I'm sure he'd be the first person to admit some things could probably have been handled a little differently. You know, I you know, and we all we're all armchair quarterbacks. We all want to suggest what would fix it. Right. Um, I'm sure he learned from it, and I'm sure oh, I'm sure the next one will be. You know, hopefully the kinks will be worked out. This was this was a uniquely interesting event with you know a very newsworthy guest. Um, but yeah, I guess if I, if, if I were the guy running it, you know, maybe more people handling the lines, maybe the lines being, um, you know, chopped up a little bit and like, you know, we're going to take people one, you know, tickets, number one through 50 lineup. If you're after 50, go mill about, we'll make an announcement from the stage when you're ready for the next 50 stuff like that. But, you know, I just think he was trying to do most of it on his own. And I don't know that something of this size could be done by one person. I don't, I, no way. And he had no a couple way. of people helping him, but I think you for something like this, you probably need a whole team of you people. You need a staff. Yeah. And I, I certainly learned a lot for rock and pod through this. I mean, I mean, there's certain things, you know, ideas I'm going to, I'm going to take from this or, or results of the ideas from this, yeah. um, to do things different. Cause I certainly learned a lot the first year. Mine certainly didn't go great. Oh, you know, mine had and mine had its its troubles too. <laughs> Tables, um, but um, <laughs> yeah, but that'll hopefully be you know remedied this year. Uh, but no, it was it was it was a very overwhelming event, and I know Saturday there were people that were in line like all day, and you know certain people got cut in front of other people and all that. But you know, um, I'm not the guy running it. I'm sure there's a lot of nuts and bolts that go into that that those of us that are, that want to whine and complain don't know about. So. Right. 
Um, but bottom line, after the experience we had that we'll get to here shortly, uh, all worth it. Oh, yeah, totally. I'll wait in line happily to get what we experienced out of the whole deal. So cool. So, and also, and let me say this, the lines went longer, which we learned on Sunday. They took longer because Vinny wanted to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think to him, it was one long conversation. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, and I don't think Vinny Vincent probably even realized the amount of love that he was going to be shown. There's no way he did. So, you know, for him to do the old cattle call Paul Stanley style signing where it's on yeah it's like would you, yeah. you know he wasn't like that so he took the time that's my and that I don't, to those of you that were really upset with the line that that's my question to you would you have preferred it been that way you want right. the line to go fast but you have no interaction he signs it and beat it kid me personally no no way no I'll wait, way i'll wait that's why we took monday off ourselves right i would i would have gladly waited twice as long I as ended. we waited to get what we yeah. got with our interaction with Vinny was, himself and we'll get to that here shortly um, I want to tease that through so you'll keep listening. Yeah, stick around. Yeah. The moment is coming. You learn, <laughs> you learn things from Vinny. But uh, so, fr- you know, obviously we followed the Friday Q and A. You know, we you know watched it on YouTube and all that. And and um, here, let me get let me address this elephant in the room because let's let's get this out here because you know that was the main. You know, obviously one of the main things that people wanted to know is what does he look like right because he hasn't been seen other than well one horrible photo from 2011 right yeah um nobody looks good in the mugshot no i don't think so uh and you know it, the people that was the main thing people kept blowing my phone up with probably you too with, yeah uh, with you know what does he look like or what do you think of what he looks like and or the crazy backlash over what he looked like once everybody saw the videos right was everyone was freaking out, yeah, saying he looked like a woman, right? You know, and he was wearing Hillary Clinton clothes, right? And it's like, damn, you know, give the guy a fucking break. I'm kind of of the mind of, does, is this really that important? I don't. I mean, especially in today's times, it's like no matter what anyone chooses to do with how they dress or what they do with their body or whatever, it's. I, it seems that seems secondary to to us. I think most definitely. And I just wanted to hear about the music and what yeah. he's been doing, and you know, you know what to expect next. I and like, was it jarring? But I think no matter how he appeared, it would have been a little jarring just because you haven't seen him in so long. Right. Anyone you haven't seen in twenty years with age and everything is gonna. It's gonna be like, wow, that's them. You know. So. I guess the, I don't mind people being curious, but there were some really horrifically yeah. horrible things said online that was just not cool, man. Well, and here's what I've noticed about that. All the shit talk about Vinnie Vincent's appearance right. came from people that weren't at the expo. That's pretty people much that were what all we noticed. Places. Everyone that was there was just like, oh, it's fun. Let's it's have whatever, it. At least yeah. he's back. See, and here's what I say to that. People want to bitch and say, oh, he looks like a, a woman. All right. Well, okay, but let's look back at when he was young. Yeah. He looked like a pretty woman. So, I mean... Do we remember the the first invasion look from 1986? Should should you be that shocked? No. I wasn't, personally. I mean, in what he, like I said, what he does or, you know, who he is, that's his business. It's not, it has nothing, just none of our damn business. I mean, I'll say this. Vinnie Vincent, back in the day, he was a pretty man. (laughs) He was a pretty, pretty man. Well, that was kind of the, that was kind of the, uh... 
look du jour at the time. Right, right? totally. I mean, for and he pulled it off completely. Him. And so but, now you see him. He, sure, he's older. Sure, he's put on a little weight. We all have. But he's still a damn good-looking I man. Just, I found the ultimate irony of of a lot of people that are fans of a band that wears high heels and makeup suddenly having a problem with a guy wearing high heels and makeup. Right. And it's like, now suddenly this is an issue. I don't know. Get over yourself. That's my, yeah. It's like how many beauty contest winners were making these comments, right. you know? Um, I don't know. In, in before I get the people that are going to throw hate my way for saying this stuff, but it's his own fucking business. What he looks like. Exactly. I mean, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> And it, sure, it's it's worthy of discussion. That's fine, and I'm I'm fine with discussion that's done respectfully and civilly. Right, but a lot of those comments that were made were not civil this was, or respectful. No, it was a lot of Nel- cool. a, a lot of Nelson from The Simpson pointing, ha ha, bullshit. Right, yeah, and you know what? You, um, you're not going to win any comedy awards with those types of jokes. That shit went out when you were in junior high school. Right, it doesn't make you look good. It makes no. you it makes you look like a moron. I mean, does Gene Simmons look the way he did back in the 80s? No. Does Paul oh. Stanley? No. Does Ace Frehley? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and, I, and, and, I, you know, and I'll put myself on trial here. There, I've certainly made comments about the members of the band's looks. And, you know, maybe I was a dick for doing that, too. So, you know, because I know somebody's going to come back. Well, on episode 143, you said blah, blah, blah about Gene Simmons' wig. Yeah, maybe I did. Yeah, so you did. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. But I'm just saying, for those of us that were there... Like I said, the look, his look was really secondary to me. I'm just, you know, I was just happy to see him again and know that he, that he seems okay. Yes. Um, seems like he's been through a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, seemed, I think in the word, I've talked to a few people about this. He seems fragile. Um, and this is not an insult at all. It's just, he's, he's been through so much. I think he's just, he's just kind of a raw nerve. Well, and you know, the difference is. <clears throat> and I think this weekend made a huge difference. And like I said, you know, so many people showed that man the love yeah. that the first time we heard him talk, mm. kind of fragile. Yeah. The last time we heard him talk, yeah, he, he seemed stronger. Like he is, you know, he was rejuvenated yeah. and built back up. And, you know, having oh, yeah. a thousand people damn near come through and tell you, I love you and you're awesome. And mm-hmm. please sign this for yeah. me. That'll build up your confidence. He did seem more confident by, by the, by the third day for sure. Most definitely. Um, but I think, you know, and I've, and I've said this and, and I don't think this would be taken the wrong way if he heard it. Um, I, my, just from my own armchair psycho psychology here, he seems like the type of person that has, you know, double the talent that it takes to be a superstar, but he's got the sensitive personality that makes it very difficult to be one because he's, like I said, he feels th- he seems to feel things very deeply. Yeah, and that not and that and that's that's great when you go through a weekend like he just did, where you get such an outpouring of love. Right, but it's also not a good thing where you get a lot of negativity thrown your way, and then you absorb it like a sponge too. Right, and I think that may be. I don't know. I'm like I said. I, I what why he stayed out of the spotlight for so long? I can't tell you, but. I theorize that that may be part of it. Maybe I'm sure. Maybe you it's know, just like I can't take anymore. I have to get it, away from this. Is it surprising that you know his his time away from the spotlight kind of coincides with the rise of the internet and keyboard warriors? That's true. That can talk shit with no hmm. kind of recourse, no yeah. no you know retribution or anything to right. what you say. I mean, I can go online right now and say anything about anybody I want to, right. and not have to worry about them showing up at my house to do something about right. it. Right. 
You know, but if you say something to somebody's face, <laughs> they might do something about sure. it. So most people aren't going to do that. Yeah, and I, but from the comfort yeah. of your home, hey, fire away if you're such a badass. And you make a good point because I think '97 was the last public appearance. So there you go. Yeah. You know, just at That's the time right, where people start, you know, reading, being able yeah. to leave comments or join but forums and talk yeah. crazy if they want to. So you know, we watched the Friday Q and A and. And, you know, he, he shared, he shed a little bit of light on stuff, but seemed like there was more, he, he got a little bit more open as the weekend went on. And then, um, so then Saturday, you know, we were walking around the expo and the expo was great. And, um, but it was, but a lot of the day was, what's he going to say? Cause like, I was like, what's he going to say to in today's Q and a, cause we were all there to meet each other and have a good time. It was great to reconnect, but that was kind of the overwhelming theme was, what's Vinny going to say at this? Well, thing? everybody's there to see Vinny and yeah. hear Vinny, and it's been so long, you yeah. know, and, and speculation like, will he play guitar? Will right. he, you know, can he play guitar? Well, all that got answered, too. Yeah, because so, so finally, uh, it got pushed to the very end of the day because of the overwhelming line for the autographs, and then, um, which it made more sense to do it that way because they had, initially, they had Bob Kulik following Vinny. Which I was like, that doesn't really. Uh, and Bob Kulik was super cool, like to everybody yeah. that came by his table over the weekend. And that dude's that's a that dude's a sweetheart. I mean, yeah. he was great to everybody and would sign anything anyone put in front of him. Um, but I was just like, it's odd that he would be following Vinny's Q and A because that it just seemed in the way. And initially, then he got bumped up before Vinny, and I'm like, that's better for Bob because I was right. worried about like a max mass exodus of people after Vinny gets done. Right, and it's kind of like the old idea, like you know. Vinny's been gone for a long time. This whole thing's been built around his return. Right. You know, you can't, you kind of got to oughta save the main event for last. Right. And, um, and that's what, that's the way it worked out. And they had him back on stage. And I think what the first three or four questions and answers, it was like, okay, this is a repeat of yesterday. Right. And I was, I was kind of like, oh man, I hope it's not just going to be the, like a carbon copy of yesterday, which was yesterday's was cool. But, and then he started really opening up and, um, it got into, it got into the uh, domestic issue that happened in 2011 with his wife, who's now passed away. And I'm not going to rehash the whole thing. You can watch it on YouTube. It's it's up there. But um, but it was hard to listen to. Um, it was, you know, I guess it sheds light on what he's been through and uh, and what took place. And and you know, and I'm, I'm sure you also have had a lot of people. We've had a lot of people message us going, what do you think of his answers? Cause we've, you know, done a lot of in-depth talk about, you know, a lot of these situations on the show. Yeah. All I can say, I'm kind of, you know, yes, we've had people on the show that have said things that run counter to what was said this weekend, you know, including Mark Slaughter and Robert Fleischman and Bobby rock. And, mm-hmm. you know, people that were working with him, Andre LaBelle, yeah. Hirsch Gardner, Hirsch Gardner, and you know, in these things, they say their nope. side. First Gardner, known in the inter- at the uh, expo in that conversation as that asshole. Yeah. yeah, and 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 Vinny would not name names, but it was not hard to figure out no. who he was talking about. That's why I was standing um, next to somebody we was talking about that, and I elbowed yeah. him and elbowed whoever was standing next to me and said, "I heard this story on Decibel right. Geek." <laughs> I had a few people say that that you know, oh, they, you know, he brought up that 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 Hirsch said, or he brought up that that Mark said, or right. that Bobby. So there are a lot of yeah. things that Vinny talked about also coincide and totally go along with a lot of the stories.
stories that we've sure. heard too. So, but it, you know, but when it gets down to brass tacks on you know kind of the outcomes of certain things, they differ from what these guests said. And sure, and it's all the perception of where you're sitting at in that in that, that circle. Well, you that's know? where I'm going because you know we we gave them their opportunity to tell their side, and Vinny took last weekend as his opportunity to tell his side. Um, I'm not Dr. Phil. I can't, uh, I can't, and I'm not a judge or a jury or anything. So I can't really determine one way or the other what the truth is because none of us were actually there. Um, right. I'm, like usual, it probably yeah. lies somewhere in the middle. Well, and for the guests that have been on our show and for Vinny himself, I'm sure every case is the, the it's their version of the truth the way that they see it. Right. So I can't really play judge and jury and say, well, you were wrong for this because of this person said this. Well, if this person said this, I don't have any proof. I wasn't standing in the room when right. it happened. So, you know, that's and, why we do our show down the right. middle. We don't yeah, try be, to side with people. Because we're, we're not here to judge nobody. We're yeah. just here to hear awesome rock and roll stories. Sure. And everybody's got their own perception of where they see it and how they feel about it. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a little bit of truth in everything, sure. I'm sure. And you as the listener listening to this, you draw your own conclusion. Right. It's not it's not for us to lead you one way or the other. No, nope. that's not what we do. We don't do that. But um, our, we always wanted our show to be more of a fly on the wall, you know, right. like, to hear the you know the story of each person. And um, yeah, I'm and yeah, I'm maybe I'm being a little politician like with this, but I always wanted Vinny to come out and tell his side. He's done it. Yeah. We now have both sides of the story. It's a you know, and and it's up to you if you want to draw a conclusion. You don't even have to draw a conclusion. You can just say, "Here's this person's side, and here's that person's side." I've enjoyed all these stories. It's been interesting to hear all of it. Um, One thing I say is, I'm glad that he got up and told the story about the dogs. Because yeah. I'm tired of you and I being the only ones going around telling everybody oh. that's not how it went. That's the craziest. He's thing not to a me. dog murderer. What's wrong no, with you people? And that's. You know, regardless of what went down with him and his wife, because we certainly weren't in the room for that. Um, but no, the dog thing, it's just like in anyone, and you know, we've done enough, we've talked with enough people that have known Vinny over the years that even just from their side, even the people that have had problems with him, even from their side, they're like, no, he's not the type to, he's just not the type to do something like what people were accusing him of with right. those dogs. And, and being that we're right here in Tennessee, the story did eventually come out that, you know, man, he was exonerated was of all. It was a mistake. Fully investigated by a group here called Paws, P-A-W-S. I just had to deal with them because I'm going to get my dog's rabies shot because um, I'm about to get a citation for not doing it. And if you don't, he's going to keep eating all your rock and roll albums. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> give him another kind of shot if he keeps that stuff up. Um, but no, I won't put him in Rubbermaid either. But, uh, but no, it was that Aaron and I both would just get so fed up with all the jokes about that online, yeah. and, and it's just it's it's just so it's high school horse shit. And, and it seemed like for a while there, like everywhere we went, because we were associated with Vinnie Vincent, because we're up. such big fans of him, and we've talked about him so much on the show yeah. that people would bring that up all the time, and we we're constantly, yeah. you know, correcting people on it. Yeah, and and but that's just one thing. It was just like. That's one thing where I know people are jumping to a conclusion. Yeah. Especially if they if it's been investigated and there was no there was nothing found. So it's like right. relax, you well, know. Well, these are the same jackasses that are going online about talking about appearance. how Vinny looks, yeah. you know. It's so, stupid. But uh so that although, you know, and then some of the other podcasters that were there that weren't quite as invested in this whole story as us, they were kind of like, gosh, I wish he wouldn't talk so much about this. But 
I view it as he, I kind of try to view it as this was his first time to come out in the public and talk about any of this stuff. And even if it's something you don't really want to hear, then, um, he needed to get it off his chest. Right. But look at it like this. If it happened to you and you were, you know, people were talking crazy shit about you and you knew it wasn't true and you got a chance for public forum, you would, you want to clear your name too and get the real story out there. Yeah. Yeah, It's not a great rock and roll story, but damn, if it happened to me and I had the opportunity to clear my name and tell, you know, what happened, I'm going to tell what happened. I'm not going to let people go on telling these stupid stories about me that aren't true. Well, and this, I think that was a big motivating factor in him even agreeing to do this was I'll do it if I can go on stage and and explain all this. So he did that. And that, that part was very heavy in the Q and a, and it was a, it was kind of a somber tone in the room when that was going on. Cause it just, the whole situation was sad. The Um, vibe definitely changed in there. Definitely. It was a dark time in the, in the weekend. And then, um, but then it perked up and, you know, he started, but then business picked up. Yeah. But then he started talking more about music and, um, And uh, there, it, and like I said, I'm not going to encapsulate everything. Go on YouTube; the whole thing's there from about 50 different angles because everyone that was there was filming it. Yeah, and uh, of course, go to Decibel Geek's YouTube channel first. Uh, but uh, but no, it was a cool Q and A. Like he did address some some interesting stuff, and then uh, some. I don't remember how the the, the, the there was a. Oh, I can tell you. Oh, you well because you tell me because I was you were right I, over there. I right? was in the back. Yeah, and you know I'm not the tallest guy in the world, and I'm definitely not the tallest guy at this expo. Yeah. And everybody's on their feet, and I can't see shit. Right. So it's like, man, I gotta find me a better spot to stand. So I made my way around the side, right. and basically went kind of right up to the stage, mm-hmm. off to the right hand side of it. Right. And he's up there talking, and I'm just completely blown away by this, you know, by everything that's happening. And he's right there, you know, he's not too far away from me. Yeah. And then he says something about, well, does anybody have a guitar? And I look over, and somebody's got a guitar, like, right there. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And they hand him the guitar, and he picks it up, and it's like... Here we go. This yeah. is what I wanted to see. This is what was, was so much speculation. You know, yeah. can the guys still play anymore? Oh yeah, I didn't Vinnie know, Vincent can play. I didn't know we were going to get any any music. I, that's I'm so glad me. we did. But he did. You know, it wasn't. He obviously didn't get on acoustic and start shredding. But no, he, and I don't. By the by, looking at the way it went down and by the way it happened, it very unrehearsed. You know? Very unrehearsed. Yeah. Very spontaneous. Oh, totally. Yeah. Took a lot of guts. For him to do what he did up there, you know, with the guitar, because it's just him and the acoustic guitar. And, you know, I don't know how terrifying that would be, but it seems pretty terrifying to me. First time he played live in front of a crowd in like 30 years. Takes a lot of balls. Because, you know, he did those expos in the 90s, but he'd get up with the tribute bands, but I don't even know that he was plugged in. I think that was more like a photo op for people. Um, But he, uh, he started fingering around the guitar and... He was kind of doing, you know, more stripped down like chord progressions of songs from the past. Yeah, and uh, kind of storyteller stuff. Yeah, he's kind of talking and strumming at the same time. And it I know, was cool. and I know you're not a fan, but it kind of reminded me of there, there's a Bon Jovi acoustic album called "This Left Feels Right," where they kind of reinterpret like "Living on a Prayer" and other stuff, and yeah. change the chord progressions a bit. It's, yeah. It was similar to that. Yeah, I and, see uh, that. But it was actually good because that album kind of sucks. But. uh he uh, the first thing he did was he did a just a you know and he just did a like a verse and a chorus right. you know for each of these things just because it was just impromptu, and the first thing he did was tears which you know he he wrote 
they demoed and then um, John Waite did it and Peter Chris also did it in the early 80s. Is that the same song that was on the vault? Uh, was that no, the one with him and Gene? No, that's called I Want to Live. That's oh, on, I Want to Live. That's, okay, on, that's yeah. unreleased. Okay. Well, you know Tears. Yeah. I see those. Tears. Yeah, it was uh, – Peter had it on the uh, Let Me Rock You album. And, oh, yeah, that's right. And John, John Waite had it on one of his solo albums. The one, solo album that has the song Missing You. And um, he, it was a minor hit for him, actually. Um but he did this, you know, really mellow version of it. But the second he opened his mouth and started singing and I heard that voice, I was yeah. just like, that's Vinnie Vincent. Yeah. And I, it was just and like I, I never expected to be in the same room with him and hearing him sing and play a song ever. Never thought that would happen. It had to have been spur of the moment. It really had to have been because it wasn't like, OK, I'm going to play you this song and then yeah. it, like 100 percent prepared to do it. I mean, it was all very loose, you know, very, very. very it's happening now kind of thing. I think he may have been, I think he may have had an inkling that he wanted to do it, but he wanted to see how the day played out and, yeah. and how it felt in the mood of the room before. Well, he, and then you go to back to the, how much his confidence must've built throughout yeah. the whole weekend. Cause he, yeah, he seemed earlier in the weekend, he seemed nervous, but he seemed like that kind of subsided as time went on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he did the hearing tears was the highlight for me just cause I love that song in particular. And I love hearing him sing it. And then he did uh, a little bit of a million to one, like a, that was a, cool. A, kind of a, 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 a different version of a million to one, right? It was nothing like <clears throat> a million to one as Kiss fans no, no, imagine it. It was beautiful. May, and that, maybe that that may be the way it was initially structured. I don't know. I liked it. Uh, I, I liked it, it a lot. And um, you know, some people were kind of talking about his voice being a little low or out of key, but like I think we we kind of noticed uh, the day after, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, he was coughing a lot. I think he was coming down with something over the weekend. So awesome. that might have been affecting his, yeah. his vocal cords. But he did that. And that, you know, at this point, everyone's – and like, oh, and after he does Tears and after he does A Million to One, like literally a standing ovation from the uh-huh. entire room. Like everyone yeah. – and there were people crying. And, yes. And as Joe Polo asked me, did I cry? I did not cry. <laughs> I I smiled a lot, but yeah. I, I, did, I didn't actually tear up. I kind of thought I would, but I, I didn't. Um, Jaws were on the floor, that's for sure. There were, yeah, everybody was in shock. And then um, and then he starts doing the intro to Back on the Streets. Yep. And uh, as he's doing that, he, he's, go, he's singing the first verse of it, and then the door to the back area opens up, and then Robert walks through the door. No, no, no. Oh, I thought he walked Robert, through the door. Robert, I was stage. right over there. So this starts happening. Robert's sitting behind me at his table. Oh, okay. So his table is right over there on the right-hand side of the stage, too. Mm-hmm. And everyone starts telling him, Get up there, get up there. All right. You know, and this catches my attention, so I turn around and look, and he's going, no, no, you know, no, no. I think he didn't want to steal any spotlight. Right, like yeah, but everybody's going, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And then our friend Bill went over there and said, hey, yeah, go on. Vinny's guitar tech Bill Temple from back in the day. I mean, and I'm right there. Yeah. So when Robert's up on stage and sits down next to him, like Vinny just yeah. lit up. Yeah, he lit up. I mean, it was visible. Like right. he was like, "Yeah, baby, this yeah. is yeah, sit on, let's do it." Yeah, and it, and Robert had a little tr- trouble adjusting to the to the key, right? Because he's not used to singing in that low of a key. Because that guitar was tuned pretty far down. Well, he's not going to jump right. up there and be like, "No, that's I know." Rock. But I mean, <laughs> but like once they got through the first chorus and, yeah. and they went into the second chorus, the second verse, it Robert took him a second to tune in. Robert was 
right on right, right on, on the key. money yeah and i was like that's that's amazing and uh at course, that point i was yeah. like okay if this all ends right now yeah, i'm good it's good i could have skipped even the sunday meet and greet after that it was well, i'm glad we didn't which we, yeah, we'll get to that soon before we get and and that was pretty much the night you know wound down after that um pris did play but i think we we were all ready to hit the bar because yeah been i caught a little bit of pris they were awesome yeah what i saw of them was good uh i'm kind of bummed that Ju- uh judy kakuza wasn't there I but know. i don't know what the story is with that the chicks from betty blortorch <coughs> aren't in pris anymore but the band that was there was really good i just wish judy would have been there yeah me too but they, yeah they were really cool and then um before we get to the next part, we should do the Amazon purchases real quick. Oh, and about Pris? Yeah. The dude was dressed like Eric Carr, the yeah. drummer. Man, did he look good. Yeah, he looked he had, That costume was like perfectly on point. Yeah. And Lace Fraley? Yeah. She was painted up like Vinnie Vincent. She always looks good. Yeah. Lovely. But yeah, they were cool. Um bef- before we get to the to the rest cuz you know, the our meet and greet on Sunday is that's, that's kind of the yeah, highlight for us. That's our meat and potatoes. Um, but I want to I want to thank the people that purchased stuff through our Amazon link over the past week. And uh, you know, we have this link on the on the website. Yeah. Is it okay if I do the plug this yeah, time? Yeah, go ahead. You're you're on a okay, roll. I'm already starting it. So, but yeah, if you go to decibelgeek.com uh, and there's like a flash banner, you see the first thing down from that is a thing that says shop on you know support Decibel Geek on Amazon. Just click on that banner. And it will take you to Amazon, and you just shop like you normally would shop. You know, we're not we're not asking you to pay anything extra or anything like that. I was going to say, does it cost anything extra? Costs nothing extra. Nothing. And you just shop, and by doing it, we get a few cents on everything you buy. It, you know, and it's a little bit keeps the lights turned on, keeps us going, and also helps us get a list of things that you purchase to show that you still support rock and roll. All right. So, do you want me to read the list since we're all backed up different here now this week? Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do. You read the intro, I'll read the list. All right, our Amazon purchases. Action Comics number 1,080 Years of Superman Deluxe Edition. Cool. There's a new Superman TV show out called Krypton. Is it's it? going to be coming out. It tells the story of what happened before Superman was born. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm ready for that. Cool. I'd like to see it. Um, a set of uh, Diario acoustic guitar strings and a clip-on tuner. Yeah. A uh, three-month PlayStation Plus membership, a Square Trade four-year office protection plan. That's cool. See, you guys can get anything get at our anything. link. A Xerox Documate color scanner. A still, oh, stiff competition. Well, so it's called still. Competition. Oh, it is. Okay, well, there I was trying to correct <laughs> it, but I need to be corrected. Still competition. A listener's guide to cheap trick book. Yep. That's cool. All right. In music this week, purchased on the Decibel Geek website, Amazon banner. Here we go. Oh, here's one that <laughs> always got mixed feelings about this. I love the idea of it, uh-huh. but I don't like the, the music. <laughs> Pat Boone. No more Mr. Get Nice Guy in a metal mood. Yeah. Pat Boone. It's a classic. I told my father-in-law about that. He's just like, what? Yeah. You know, it's real. It's real. Here's something everybody should have. Judas Priest Painkiller. Mm-hmm. Also purchased this week, Queensryche, Last Time in Paris, 2003, remastered version of that. Fate's Warning, expanded edition of The Perfect Symmetry. Chicago 3, remastered and live in Japan. Wasp, Golgotha, we were just talking about mm-hmm. its awesomeness last week. Rush, Farewell to Kings, 40th Anniversary Edition. The news we got this week on Rush? Yeah. Most definitely. Yep, they're done. Farewell to Kings. And uh, Tokyo Motor Fist, self-titled. Hey, we're mu- moving music. We are. And here's another one. My Decibel Geek 2017 Album of the Year, Classic 78. 
Nice. Good stuff. We got to meet those guys. Yeah, they were super cool. We had a, we had a good time talking to them and we learned a little bit about some of their plans for the future which i'm not going to share right now no but, uh, but I they have some wait. cool stuff in the in the works yeah man i'm stoked for that love classic 78 if you guys haven't gone out there and got that yet if you're kiss fans you're really missing out on something special if you missed our 2017 year-end show go back and check it out and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about yeah and you know what super cool guys they love us we love them yeah so we're ready to we have anything else we want to talk about on Saturday? Uh, let me think. We talked Classic 78. Other than some uh, awesome uh, uh, VIP content you got Saturday night with a female comedian. Oh, <laughs> VIPs are going to get some good stuff. I already released the first part of the stuff because I carried the Zoom around with mm-hmm. me quite a bit. Just put it in my pocket and let her rip, and I got some great stuff. Here's one thing from Saturday night I just like to, you know, we were there watching and Vinny Vince is up on stage and he's talking and everybody's into it except one little section of the room. Mm-hmm. Like there's a section of the room that's chattering and carrying on and it almost sounded like they were trying to distract from what was going on on stage and I was getting annoyed with it. And it's like the people around me were getting annoyed with it and it's like, what's going on? And so we turn and look. It's three sides of the coin. What are they doing? They're back there carrying on, making all kinds of commotion, taking away from what Vinnie Vincent's doing on stage. Now, Mm -hmm. I know you're friends with these guys. I don't give a shit about them either way, but I just like to say that was bullshit. And uh, big kudos to our good friend, Omen Torn. Mm -hmm. I got to make sure I say it right, (laughs) because he was the one that went back there and said, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Shut the hell up. So, you know, that's I I found that kind of shitty. But other than that, that's the only thing I really got to bitch about the whole weekend. It's like, you know, hey, this is supposed to be about Vinnie Vinci. He's up on stage. Shut the fuck up for five minutes and let the guy talk. Let the rest of us enjoy it. This right. isn't about you. It's not like Decibel Geek or Podcast Rock City or Growing Up Rock or any other great podcasts that were there. We're trying to make it about them and step on Vinnie Vincent when he's on stage. Why do these guys do it? Screw you guys. Was a tad distracting. That's all I'm going to say about that. Screw you guys. I don't like you. Chris likes you, but I don't. I'm being, I'm diplomatic. Well, I think they suck after that. <laughs> that was bullshit. It was very distracting for sure. Yeah. And I got to dig one on Eddie Trunk a little bit. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you need to share this. Well, so at first I'm standing in the back of the room and uh, Vinny's up on stage and I see Eddie comes by and I just say, hey, Eddie, what's up? You know, and he's standing like maybe two people away from me and they're up on stage and they're talking about, yeah, well, you know, I got to talk to Eddie Trunk yesterday. And I said, Eddie, who? And he turned and looked at me, and I said, ah, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed, though. He did laugh. He I like Eddie. Humor. He got the humor in it. Yeah. But that, that was our interactions on yeah. Saturday night. <laughs> All the other podcasts that were there were awesome. Yeah, Classic Rock Drops was there, Podcast Rock City, Julian from Kiss FAQ. Yeah, there. Julian's awesome, man. I could hang out with pa- that dude all day. He parted me with some of my money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he let me pose in front of yeah. this big elder screen he had right. up there. That was awesome. The uh, the Ages of Rock guys were there. Yeah, cool to hang out with them. I uh, you know it was a cool day. You know, and I got I got a picture with John Hart blocking my face like you know. He's oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you about that, that because because when Vinny's up on stage and he's talking about Kiss. And I'm back there with Big John Hart, and you know we all love Big John Hart. You know right. he's been on the show. He's a great guy. You know so smart, so cool. And so I'm just kind of shooting the breeze with him a little bit, and he we kind of were talking about that time in in Kiss history, you know, mm-hmm. where 
You know, a couple years before that, they were, you know, they were the kings of the world. But by the time Vinny came in, you know, that wasn't the same. And sometimes I feel like maybe when Vinny came in that he looked at Kiss from a few years before and thought these guys are, you know, megastars, megastars, you know, and they're rich and they should be able to afford me and and at least help me, you know, live a comfortable lifestyle because hell I'm a member of kiss. Mm -hmm. But as we talked about on the show, when big John was on and I talked to him again that night, man, I love that guy. He was like, you know, that's around the same time when they came to me and said, big John, we love you. You know, we don't want to lose you, but we don't feel like we can afford you anymore. And if you can, you know, find a way to, you know, take a big pay cut, we'd love to keep you around. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Big John said, I'd love to, but, you know, I can always go with Maiden and make some money, you All know, because right. i got to make a living, too. So that's where I think kind of the disconnect with Vinny sometimes, maybe back then, and that's just me reading into, yeah. you know, where everybody else was standing. What Big John was telling me was that, you know, maybe he thought they were still megastars, and in reality, they weren't. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, but I, lo- I love Big John. He's so fun to be around. It's an interesting time for the band, and you know, there's a lot you can draw, a lot of different conclusions you can draw depending on which side you look at. Because you know, they certainly weren't they weren't making a fortune, and and also they lost a fortune when Ace left the band. So you know that that took a good chunk of money out once he because he kind of basically broke their record contract once yeah. he left, and then they were up the creek at that point. So yeah. and they weren't drawing people anymore live. So it was just it was a it's one of those things where you know, people are like, God, how can, you know, how does Paul look so dismissively over that era? And it's like, well, if you lived it, you probably would too. Right. It was yeah. compared to what he was used to. When you're thinking of fond kiss memories of being in the band, right. your best memories are going to be when you're on top of the world, of not course. during the hard times. Right. You know? So, Well, the hard times are okay on your way up. Right. Not so much on the way down. Right, exactly. And that's probably scary, honestly. But, sure. So, you know, I, you know, you can... And I'm that, sure there were some great times in them times, yeah. but as a whole, right. that's not a fun time to look no. back on. Although as a fan, great, great music, great music. You know the results yeah. of it great were fantastic. Stage show, great but... look. I still think Vinny's makeup design is one of the coolest ones in the band's history. Yeah. Um. So yeah, to me, I mean, that's a magical time. But you know, I'm sure the day to day life of it wasn't so glamorous. Uh. So Saturday night we uh, we partied, and then uh, if you want to join the VIP on Patreon, it's a great week to do it. Slash Decibel Geek, you're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get a ton of cool behind the scenes stuff from from us. And oh, I found some of your stuff from Memphis too. What stuff from Memphis? You, oh, you oh, want, that, oh yeah. that I recorded. Oh, yeah. oh so cool. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna release that too. I forgot I had stuff on there. Okay, right. yeah, because it was like 30 degrees. Um, With Bill Chavis and D Hood. That's right. Uh, but yeah, there'll be a lot of behind the scenes stuff, including the full audio. Of us meeting Vinny on Sunday, yeah, because you're getting a snippet of it in this, but you're going to get the whole thing on on there, yeah. Wow. So, and you'll hear Vinny talking about a number of things. So, uh, all right. So let's. So, uh, and then we woke up. So we stayed at uh, Stephen Michael and his wife's house yep. on uh, Saturday night, and they were great hosts to us. And they, very great. And his wife cooks a killer breakfast. And oh man, it was so good. Sonny Pooney came over, and we had a nice little breakfast and chat, yeah. and that was cool. That was like the most subdued time of the whole weekend. It really Other was. Other than that, it was chaos. Yeah. Uh, it was the calm in the storm. It was. So we headed down. Met calm Rob- with a K. Yeah. <laughs> 
headed down to uh, the hotel, saw Rock and Ron for a bit, told him to meet us after we're done because he didn't have the Sunday VIP. Yeah. He proceeded to start drinking Jaeger bombs right after he saw us, <laughs> is what he told me. He's the king of the Jaeger bombs. He got me all wrapped uh, up in that the first night I was there. Although Rock and Ron can drink all day long and he still has the exact same temperament. He yeah. Nev- he never acts any different. No, you think, know how he you does would it. think, wow, this, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm keeping, I'm going Jaeger bomb for Jaeger bomb yeah. with this guy and I'm getting pretty tore up. But he you look acts at the Ron, same. He ain't, it oh. don't even seem like it's affecting him. Oh, it's like he's waiting on a bus or something. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, Ron? Um, yeah, it's like, I'm going to start calling him Iron Liver or something. Yeah. Uh, so we go in and, you know, we, uh, and, and it was, we noticed right away, it's way more laid back and subdued on Sunday yeah. than it was any other time. It was almost like everyone was just kind of like, you know what? We're all hung over. It's, we're all hung over. <laughs> it's the last day. And like, but there was like no security. At all, if there was, it was it was like uh, you know there was like plain clothes security because like I don't yeah. think I saw one security guard at all. Did you on Sunday? Ah, uh, oh, there was one in the room. Yeah, there was I one. Think so yeah, but like it wasn't you know the influx of like Atlanta police right. that they had. Well, there was a few there. Saturday. I seen there was a couple sitting outside the door. Oh, okay, but it wasn't like as it didn't feel as overwhelming. It, no, I, I just have a feeling everyone's kind of like it, these the people that are here. They're not. We're not going to be a threat. Or anything. I was kind of curious about that, and I was going to ask one of the police officers, but I got distracted because Benny Vince says anybody got a guitar. But I was going to ask him. You know, what did they tell you coming into this? What did they oh, tell you to watch out for? I, I didn't get a chance to hmm. ask the dude. But I did. Th- I don't know that I they did tell us. Anything, I, said, I did though. thank them. Hey, I say, hey, man, thanks for keeping us all safe here this weekend. Right. You know, them cops down there in Atlanta were oh, they were great. super cool at the expo. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone had any problems with the police. No. Um. So we get there, and um, you know, we sit around talking with everybody, and you know, met a few people, and hanging out with Shecky Poon. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. guy's insane. I love him. Yeah. He needs to start a podcast. Dude, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. He's. Uh, yeah. Uh, no well, truer words have been spoken. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we'll just stick with that for now. But yeah, there's, I could do, uh, I could go on for an hour about it. We could, yeah, we could probably, we should maybe one day <laughs> do, v- a, do a episode uh, yeah. of VIP when yes. we just talk about our interactions with him. Yeah, he's a, he's you a, guys would love <laughs> Shecky Poon. He's nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look him up on Facebook and send him a friend request. Yeah, Shecky, and he will entertain yeah. you greatly. Shecky Cornelius Poon. Yeah. yeah, old school Vinnie Vincent forum guy, just like Chris. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been on there in quite a while, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people. One of the originals. One of those people that wound up being forgiven by Vinny. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, as you, those of you that, I think most of you that listen, are listening to this are regular listeners, so you know a little bit of the ins and outs about certain things were said on the show, not really by us, but more so by guests in the past that you know, we've learned through the grapevine didn't sit well with Vinny or right. or his representation. And well, I mean, we weren't even one hundred percent sure we were going to be allowed to go to this thing. It was in question for a while. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the gory details, nah. but but it was it was. But up, we were welcome. It was up in the air, and then but we it got worked out to where we were good to go. When they first they did the photograph line, and with that in mind, once we got into the room and we're in the line, the line's moving pretty fast. I, stomach started turning a little bit. I was just like, because this, I was like, I don't know if this is going to go well or if this is going to be awkward because there was some bit of awkwardness leading up yeah. to this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need me four or five Bloody Marys before we get in there. <laughs> I should have done that. Um, but, uh, 
but Aaron and I decide as we get close because the line's moving fast. We're like, well, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna talk much. We're because the line's moving quick. We're just and we'll just take a photo with each of us on either side. Yeah, yeah. Because the way they did it for us on Sunday was we you go in for your photo first, first. and then Vinny hits the stage and does his Q and A, and then. Or no, and then, and then it was going to be autographs. Yeah. yeah, but then they changed it. Then they changed to it. autographs right after. But and it all worked out. But like we were like, we'll wait till the autograph line to really talk to him. So we're just thinking this is going to be real fast and hi, nice to meet you, and we're done. Yeah, not the case. It no. actually, it he, he stopped everything. Really, yeah. you want to tell this? Sure. I right, mean, you share this. Okay, so so we're in line and we're working our way on through and uh it gets to be our turn and so then Chris and I are talking, so how how are we gonna do this? We each get one picture. Yeah. You know, but we really want a picture together with them. Yeah, it's a so, decibel geek type event right, for us. You know, so not that we're more important. So anything. we we get up there and uh and we take the picture with them together. Yeah. But he's so fascinated by you. Well once I say my last name. Yeah. First, I go, hey, Vinny, Chris and Aaron from Decibel Geek. And he's like, oh, Decibel Geek, cool. And he was just being cool. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Chris Senzak. And his eyes get real wide. Yeah, and, and he goes, like, Chris Senzak. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, what's he going to do? <laughs> um, and he proceeded, beat your ass. Right, no. yeah. <laughs> I've had a stake on my eye for like three days. Good, um, thing, good thing we had Jason Morris there to protect yeah, us. Yeah, we'll talk about him in yeah. a bit. But uh, so he, and he like, Gives me a giant hug. Oh, he just he his eyes lit up and yeah. grabbed you, you know, and it was like and then he was like, I we need to get a picture with me and Chris. Right. And I'm like, Oh, cool. You know, I, I step back out of the way. And so you guys get your picture taken together yeah. and he's so nice to you, you know, he's so sweet. And then the, the his cool must have been his, you know, security or the guy yeah. that worked with uh with I guess well that's his guy. He was the same guy that told worked us to get Derek. off the level, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, he worked with the promoter. And so when I step back and he's like, Hey man, you want to get one with him too by yourself? And yeah. I was like, Yeah, if that's cool, and he's like, Yeah, do it. And then Vinny's like, Come here, Aaron, and, yeah. and, like, and he was great to Aaron too. Yeah. Um well do I share what was said to me? Well, and sure, the, okay. if you want to, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, it was, you know, because I'll just once I said my last name, like in his reaction, I was like, okay, he knows that's me, and he he clearly, you know, he I, and it was just like, okay, now we're gonna see how this goes because right. I was like, that, I got confirmation that yeah, he knows all about all this, and um, after we take the picture, he looks at me and he goes, I want you to know something. Um, he said, today is the, he said like, today is the first day of a new relationship. We're going to move forward into the future. It's all good. Beautiful. Something like that. I, we have it on, yeah. if you're a VIP, you'll get to hear it. Um, see, I'm trying to sell that. Um, it was along those lines and I was just kind of like, wow. And me too. Uh, I'm standing over there on the side going, holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, we walk out of the room and I'm just kind of like, what the hell just happened? I was just, it was, it was just a, it was such a bizarre, exp- it was great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But it's just, just the fact of all this, all the build up to this over almost seven years of doing this show and all the twists and turns, this whole story is taken. Well, and it's kind of funny too, because we clearly, if you guys know anything about us, clearly we admire the shit out of any Vincent. Oh, totally. And why, so, otherwise, why would we talk so much about but it? But we're also kind of always a little scared that he hates our freaking guts. Well, because we've talked, we've talked so in depth over so right. many, oh, so all over so many years with so many people that have worked with him and everything. Just because right. we're fascinated by him and his mystique and everything, right? But we're not here to edit any of our guests, you no. know. So if they got stories to tell, we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna edit that, that or you know, that goes or, for every guest we have, right? Um, but it was just like it felt. I felt great, and I felt 
totally humbled by it because it was just like he couldn't have the, that's the over thing I want you to take away from this those of you listening because I'd be like what was he like towards you he could not have been more friendly more gracious more welcoming but you know I could but he was also kind of in, I think he was inferring like stuff in the past is in the past it's cool right and and you know so he was he I think he was referring to it but in a nice way right of like let's move on you know, yeah. it's a new day. And, he, and then later when we go through the autograph line, he said, it, it's a new day. Yeah. And he, like I, the video I posted online got cut off. I've got the whole thing. I was going to say, you need to put that whole thing up because he yeah. gets right to the part where he's saying hello to all you guys out there and it cuts off. But he did say hello, Decibel Geek listeners. He started yeah. saying hello, Decibel Geek listeners. Right. And then he started talking about, and then it stopped. Yeah. I've got the whole thing. The, my network was shit when I uploaded that. So, um, but I will upload the whole, it's, it's really only about 20 more seconds, but you should get to see the whole thing. Yeah, for sure, because it was for you. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was for everybody. And and that was so. All right. So then we get back in line to do the autographs. Uh huh. And that's when Aaron. Okay, you it. tell this part. Oh. Well, how you saw it, how you heard it, because you you're ahead of me. Okay. And you got your big old awesome poster. Yeah. Who drew that, by the way? It's an artist named David E. Wilkinson, who he he did a whole series of Kiss themed artwork, and the, so there's posters of every single member with that style of artwork. You guys need to look up this artist. I'll and, put a link and look in the, at, on well, the website. And if you guys have been to the yeah. Facebook, you've seen the poster from the top of oh, Chris's yeah. stairs. It's well it's worth the money. Beautiful. It wasn't beautiful. cheap, but it was well worth it. Yeah. Excelsior's like, if I'm going to meet this guy, you know, who knows when I'll ever run into him again. You know, let's, I want to get one item that's like, you look at it and you're like, wow. Yeah. And that was it. And that they got a lot of attention once I posted the picture on yeah. Facebook. It was so cool. Uh, yeah, that I when I got home, I immediately put it in the frame. Because, well, you know my dogs. Right. Um, They'll eat that shit. They will. They have great taste in music. It's high enough on the wall where they can't get to it. <laughs> so, all right. So, Your dog's seven feet tall. Would you put it on the ceiling? Right. <laughs> so we get into the line for – because then they're like, okay, we're going to do autographs right after. I was like, okay. So we, we wait for a while to get into the line because it's like, what's yeah. the point? Let's just let it get – and they were wanting to get people that were had to fly out early, right. done first. And Brent and everybody was cool about it. Our friend Brent, who helps with Podcast Rock City, is part of that. Yeah, nobody and, was fighting or bitching in our line. No, um, but so we got to meet a, a you know other Vinny fans and Kiss fans and some listeners. Uh, it was a, a cool guy. I think. And pardon me if I get this wrong. I think your name was Jeremy from Kentucky, and you were with a group of. Uh, it's probably not Jeremy now. That I, think. I can't. I'm stuck with names. Tell I'm. You know, Fred. What do you think? No, uh, <laughs> uh, he was a super nice guy, and he's and he's listened to the show for a while. But uh, we met him, and then there was this guy that's a retired Marine who, uh, if you saw the Gene Simmons Family Jewels episode where Gene and Tommy go to Camp Pendleton and, and they play with the Marine band, yeah, this guy was in the band. Oh, right on. So, and he had a lot of really interesting stories to tell us. So, oh, we also met the crazy dude from uh, the commercial for that metal show that's got the metal oh, show logo right. tattooed on the side of his head. That's right. He was a little crazy, but he was a cool dude. Yeah, that big, big personality. Yeah. Uh, and then we met this guy who's a listener named Jason Morris. Oh man, he and was so dude, cool. This dude couldn't have been any nicer and loves the show and like had a lot of things to say about the show and he was an Olympic level four, judo master. Yeah, a four time Olympian. Yeah. In in judo. They ninety two silver medalist. Uh huh. They named a street after him in his hometown. Yeah, I think it's from the New York area. And he's treating us like stars. Yeah, he was like wanting to take <laughs> photos with us. I'm like, oh, I should take a fucking photo with you. Right. Um 
but really cool guy, big fan of music and everything. Just incredibly personable. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you're listening to this, Jason. You were, you were, a, yeah, you man. were a big highlight of the weekend for us. For sure. You were so nice. Um, and you know, met a number and met a girl named, uh, I think her name was like Zamora. This girl was 20 years old. Oh, that young, cute chick that from, snuck away from her family uh, to be there. Yeah. She's from like California, I think. And, and she just, I think hopped a plane and, and flew to, to Atlanta, you know, not even telling her parents. Right. And I like the things that people do for Vinnie Vincent. It's, yeah. it's wild. And it was real dedicated fan. And, uh, but yeah, 20 years old. It's just like, it, Vinnie really has fans from all age groups. Yeah. It's, it's pretty interesting. She was pretty awesome. You know, I, I don't, great. I don't know nothing about arranged marriages, but I'd love to introduce her to my son. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'll, yeah, you should, yeah, who knows? But, uh, so she was cool. We've met a lot of really cool fans, um, that whole day. Well, that's the cool thing about, you know something like that or rock and pod you know you're just gonna everywhere you look is somebody cool to talk to you're right. like i didn't see nobody fighting no. i didn't you don't ever see nobody you know yelling at each other mm. there's never any fist fights you know everybody when when everybody is in love with this music so strong as mm. we all are it's a common bond you know it's such a common bond yeah. and it's such a strong bond that you feel like you're in a room full of your long lost brothers yeah. and sisters and that's how the whole weekend it was, was a great weekend and uh our friend Pat, who lives here locally, and, and yeah, he was there with his with his wife Carol, and then they were great to see as always. Those two are great. Um, but yeah, it was cool. And then so then we get into the autograph. I line. met the president of Norway. Huh? The president of Norway. Who? He had black hair with pink highlights in it. President of Norway. Uh huh. I don't know who you're talking. It might have been the president of the Norway Kiss fan club or something. Oh, I but, missed that part of it. But he was cool too. Oh, okay. So we get in line, and then the line still takes a while. But it's because he's wanting, Vinny's taking time with everybody. Right. And uh, I th- how many Bloody Marys did you drink in that line? Four. Four. They were delicious. And they were like full-size Starbucks cup full uh, of Bloody Marys. So they were, they they were, were making them good. Well, that's where the hotel screwed up the day before. Yeah. And I'm paying full price for these little bitty glasses and thinking, well, that's it. And then yeah. the next day, they're giving me the mugs. Right. Well, because there was less of us there. So they're yeah. like, we'll go ahead and get rid of all the liquor. Um, what little bit was left. But uh, so... Aaron, uh, that, hey, that was no yeah. joke about the ATMs. They really were oh, no, all yeah, cashed they were. out. Yeah, they were. Every, I mean, they. Oh, yeah, it was a busy weekend. But uh, so we're in the line, and I'm getting even more nervous because I'm like, now we're going to actually have an opportunity to say some stuff to uh-huh. him. And uh, I, so I'm a few people ahead of Aaron in the line. So I get up there, and Vinny's like, "Hey, there he is," and I'm like, "Wow!" And uh, so I put the, I get. A couple other things signed first, uh, like the Lick It Up got the inside of the Lick It Up tour book signed, and then I got a picture signed for a fan, which I got to get that mailed out this weekend. Right on. Because I promised I would do it. And um, then I pulled the giant poster out, and he's really wild by it. He had seen the artwork before, but I don't think on that size of a, right. of a poster. And he was just like, I just love this. And, and, you know, there's like a little bit of the black makeup running off the side of the corner of the eye where it kind of looks like a tear. Yeah. And he was like, and this right here is what makes it. He's like, this adds so much to the to the feel of this painting. Yeah. And he's like, he's just so creative, you know. But uh, so that's when I start filming him. And I just initially just wanted to get him to sign some stuff. And, you know, he's talking about how nice everybody's been. And how it's just been a great weekend. And then I'm like, I'm not going to forgive myself if I don't ask for a liner or something yeah. for the show. So I didn't really know how to ask him. I didn't want to say, can you say, hey, it's Vinnie Vincent and blah, 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 like, you know, typical liner. So right. I was just like, can you say something to the Decibel Geek listeners? And that's when he said, hello, Decibel Geek listeners. And um, 
and I'll pl- I'll get the whole thing online. But um, basically, you know, it's Vinnie Vincent. I'm so happy to be back. It's been a great weekend, and and uh, you know, I'm, I look forward to 2018. I've got a lot of stuff planned, and and he's just really good. He, yeah. he he knows his way around the camera. You know, he's he's certainly no stranger to it, even though it's been a long time. And then when he finished, you know, I stopped it, and uh, so I kind of wanted to get out of the way, but I knew you were coming up, and yeah, our, we had a couple people in between us, and, and then we had some friends of ours that were going through too, and I was trying to help them film theirs too. So I kind of got to hang out for about five minutes as more people went through. But he kept looking up and going, you know, so happy you could be here. Thanks for coming to this. And I'm like, why are you thanking me? I'm like, uh, and let me say that I, 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 I'm concerned about him on, on one level to where he's so concerned about everyone having a good time. Yeah. I worry that he's going to do that to his detriment because it's just like. He, I, I, I hope he gets to the point where he's like, I'm just going to be me and not worry about I, But about I it. think I noticed that like with the interaction with people, like there were two people that he would say, hey, are you having fun? Yeah. Are you enjoying this? And it was the two guys that I knew were from the VV yeah. forum way back in the day, well, like was... the longtime vocal supporters. Well, there's a lot of history with that forum. Not all of it great. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to get into it here. Uh, he knows about it all. But... I think, well, between me and him, he was just wanting to make sure everything was squashed and, yeah. and, and you know, it's all good. He's going to just move on and, and that's great. But, uh, but so, all right. So he, but like a few people are going through and then I'm kind of just hanging back and then I don't know what you were saying to him, but you were making, some, you were kind of cracking some jokes and he just starts laughing. <laughs> and I remember him going, you know what? We need more of this. He's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's so serious around here. We need more jokes, you know? And he's like, we've seen a lot of funny stuff this weekend. And yeah. I was like, well, he actually kind of sounded more like himself at that point. And then, well, you tell your, your side of how, how it went when you got up to him. So I'm just standing there in line, you know, and I got to nice little buzz going on and you know it is it's like just kind of everything's quiet and everybody's so awestruck by what's happening yeah. you know and it's really quiet so he says uh until there's Aaron a guy until i get there because <laughs> <laughs> i don't care i'm having stupid fun you know you were great and i'm just just being me yeah. and so we get up there and he says to the guy in front of me what's your name and the guy says howard and he goes oh i would have got that eventually and he says bob Tom, you know, and he's like acting like he's trying to guess somebody's name. And I say, Howard. And he goes, yeah, yeah, Howard, that's it. I knew I'd have got it eventually. He goes, you know, it'd be, you know, 2030 or 2060 or whatever. He said, like many years from now, and I right. find, I would have finally got it, you know. And I said, yeah. In the meantime, I'd still be standing here going, oh, finally. And he starts laughing. Yes, he's still standing. And he starts cracking up. <laughs> he, I'm cracking up already. And so the two of us are just sitting there just cackling it up, All just right. laughing our asses off. And then I was so proud of myself because I was the only one that brought the Wendy O. Williams album yeah. for him to sign. And, and he I, got a kick out of and that. And he got a kick out of that, too. So. Yeah, because I think it was like, I think you said, like, I bet you haven't seen this this week. And I asked like, him. Yeah, and he was like, no, but I love what I did on that record. Yeah, none of your business. Yeah. I said, oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I just trying to keep it light and have fun. And man, yeah. he, I guess he liked me because well, we were both laughing our asses well, off. And as, as somebody standing, you know, five feet away, I'm watching Aaron Camaro and Vinny Vincent like laughing together. And I'm like, what the fuck planet am I on? <laughs> I was just like, how the hell did this happen? In my mind, I'm thinking, oh shit, Chris is over there shitting a brick thinking, oh my God, what's Aaron doing? Oh my God, what's he doing? Until he started laughing. I did think that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
I was like, oh, God, please don't screw this up, Aaron. Well, then he said, you know, hey, we need more like this. And I said, yeah, exactly. That's why you yes. got to come on the Decibel Geek podcast. Yep. I just kind of gave him the quick pitch to it. it. And he's like, hey, sounds good. And we pushed him on doing Albums Unleashed for the yeah. Invasion's first album. And he was like, you know, that sounds really fun. And he's like, I never get to talk about this record or any the music musician stuff. And, and that's what he said, too. There's yeah. stories about this album that you've never heard, that nobody's ever heard. And I'm like, oh, yes, please, please. Yes. You know? And he was incredibly receptive at least at the time yeah. you know to doing it and he was like you know go through the lawyer and and uh I think we're going to talk to the guitar tech and, you know, you know, and I, I've sent the request off and it's being considered. And, um, for those of you asking if we got it, I, there's not a yes or a no yet. So, um, I'll tell you this, we're definitely going to have Bill on the show. Oh, sure. His His guitar guitar tech. tech. Yeah. That dude's worked for a lot of really big names. And you guys remember the story about him. He was the one when all the guitars and instruments were getting confiscated by the police. He was the clever bastard that took the guitars and stuck them in the, in the, in the toilet yeah. and and then slid, locked the door and slid underneath and stuck an out-of-order sign on him and saved Vinnie Vincent's guitars. And he, he is the coolest, yeah. man. I like him a lot. He was super I, cool. Yeah. And he's done stuff with all kinds of other artists. I know he would be great on the show. Yeah, and I'm looking forward so to talking to him. So, Bill, if you're him. listening to this, mm-hmm. we want you on Desk Definitely. for sure. Yeah, we told him that over the weekend. Yeah. He was receptive. He said, yeah, it sounds fun. I'm, I'm, I can tell you some stories. So... It just, it was a big love fest and, you know, it was, uh, you know, if, if we don't wind up with a Vinny interview, I mean, I'm still happy. I got more than I ever expected, but, uh, if sure we'd love to have him on the show, but, uh, for those of you that have been, you know, itching for us to finally do our report on this, I'm sorry it took so long, but we had to recover from the week and we also (laughs) had some, some personal stuff to attend to over the last few days work-wise and, um, but no, I'm, if by personal stuff you mean going and seeing Gene Simmons on Tuesday night, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> we'll talk about. Well, that, we'll do the, that for VIP. Okay. But, uh, we saw Gene play at a small club with his backing band. Um, that was awesome. It was great. I love those guys. So, yeah, but go, if you're in Nashville on a Tuesday, go see the Rock and Roll Residency. You will not regret it. They mm. are they're fantastic. You'll hate yourself if you miss it. Yeah, you will. But no, it. Uh, we're so glad that we can report back that it was a positive experience. It was fun. Yes. Uh, Vinny couldn't have been nicer. Um, do we, uh, all right, uh, but I do want to address something in the, about the Q and a after, cause you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. This was the one negative I took away from anything that Vinny said over the weekend. And, oh, yeah. and it's only my interpretation of it, but I think I speak for some other fans when I say this, you know, it, if you watch the Q and A's, he didn't name names, but it was clear there was no love loss between him and Mark Slaughter. Right. And he's in certainly more than entitled to feel the way he feels. Um, I'm sure he's got plenty of reason for that. Um, my only, and you know, in, in his recounting of what went down with the invasion and whatnot and how it worked out and everything, like I said, that, like I said at the top of the show, you know, that's the truth to his to his to his memory. And I'm sure Mark's version of it that he shared with us, you know, a year ago is Mark's ver- truth to his version of the memory. I don't know what the real truth is, and it's not my job to just to tell you what it is. But the thing I, that I think was de- kind of depressing was me and Aaron and a lot of people in the room. We love both Vinnie Vincent Invasion albums. Right. And we love both singers contributions to those albums. Yes. And, um, yeah, to hear him dog talk Mark a little he, bit was he, kind of a bummer. He really did put the screws to Mark verbally um, over the, over more than one Q&A. And it was just, 
you know, he's in, like I said, he's entitled to feel that way, and I'm not telling him he shouldn't have he shouldn't have said something. But as a fan that loves both of those records and both of those singers, it, it was just depressing to hear yeah. to hear it. And it was just kind of like, I, I kind of wish that didn't happen, but you know, he wanted to air out his truth and his feelings, so he's entitled to. But just for me and you and a few other people, just it was a little uncomfortable hearing that. Right? Yeah, it definitely was. Just because it was kind of like I know there's a lot of people in here that like that record, you know, and I understand the circumstances probably were not great for, especially for Vinny, the way things played out. But right, but. Man. Yeah, because he had a vision for yeah. what he thought it was supposed to be, and yeah. then the All Systems Go album wasn't the vision it's, that he right. And I get, know, it, and I totally had, get and that. Even though I put that album on now and love the shit out I of do it, too. you know, but it it's yeah. it's a toss up for me. I don't know which one of them albums I like more. Uh, I really like them both. I still prefer the first one. Yeah, um, and I always have. But but you keep, but that time of year, Love Kills, Ashes to Ashes, yeah. and, and the solo work on it on on Let Freedom or Let Freedom Rock or and Burn. I mean, there's uh, even it didn't even if it didn't turn out the way he wanted. I hope he understands that it's still appreciated, right? And, and it's still loved by fans that love his guitar playing and his songwriting. So that was the only really negative I took away. And it from was the you know, and to see like him and Robert reconnect yeah. and how that great they were. Well, those guys weren't always on the same page either. Absolutely after not. All these years, so yeah. maybe there's hope down the line. You know, well, if it's if it's a new day and yeah. we're starting over and everybody's starting over, maybe there's a chance that Mark and Vinny can also kind of you know at least not hash it out yeah i would hope so man i mean because it's just there's nobody's getting any younger and it would be nice if all if all these disagreements could be resolved right and people everybody could just look back and be like you know what we did some great stuff together that's what Absolutely. i would that's what i would hope for for all parties you yeah know? just because we're all fans we just grew up listening to the stuff we don't want to hear you guys bicker back and forth with each other no you know um so I can't say I was necessarily really comfortable hearing Mark say negative stuff about Vinny on his right. interview either, yeah. you know, because I'm a fan. But that's just that's maybe that's the downside to what we do because some we end up uncovering certain things in interviews and that you wish you didn't know. You, yeah, it's yeah. kind of one of those careful what you wish for things. You know? Sure, I wish I could get behind the scenes and know all the truth. Well, do you really? There's been certain things with Kiss that have nothing to do with Vinny that I'm like, oh, I wish I never knew that. Right. So you know, but. You guys that are fans, you I don't, know. I don't like the idea of thinking about the spaceman pissing on old ladies' heads. Oh, boy. But apparently it happened. Listen, There's, there's nothing yeah. I can do about that. Listen to the uh, Ace Stories with Crazy Joe Rinda episode if you want to hear Still that. Still one of my favorites. What a weird what a weird story that was. Yeah. Um, but no, overall, other than that one little gripe I have, I have no complaints. No, me neither. I, I really enjoyed the whole expo. I enjoyed the... The brother and sisterhood of it all. Oh, so great to I, see everybody and meet our people. friends. Here's the. I'll just tell you the the main thing I took away from it, other than all the fun that we were having. But mm-hmm. as far as like Vinnie Vincent and the stories he told and the, and the things that he said, the number one thing I took away from it, and I love this so much. Vinnie Vincent looked at Kiss and said, "I'm perfect for that spot. Mm-hmm. I am going to be the lead guitarist of Kiss. He was determined. And I'll be damned." If he did not make that happen, he made it happen. Yeah. You know, and to think, think about a kid, you know, playing football in high school. And he says, someday I'm going to play for the Tennessee Titans, you know. And so how many spots are open on that team? How how many spots are open in the whole NFL? I mean, that, and now you took it, how, how many 
players play college football. You know, how many players yeah. play high school That's football? That's a microcosm what are chance the odds of you doing it? it. Now you're talking about one band yeah. and one spot yeah. from every guitar player in the whole world right. that would love to be the guitar player from Kiss. That guy said, it's going to be me, mm-hmm. and he did it. Yeah, I freaking love that about Vinnie Vincent. Oh, and you know, also you know, now now we're really rambling, but you know, some of the stuff he talked about with the work he did before Kiss. I mean, and if you look, if you do your homework and you look at the amount of projects he was involved in, and like between 1979 and 1982, I mean, he he had his hands in everything. Like he was uh-huh. he was hustling. He was oh, working. Yeah. That dude worked his ass off to get where he was. And, Have guitar, will travel. You know, and talking about you know how how hand to mouth him and his wife were trying to raise two kids and yeah. and you know the whole thing working on the happy day show on the music on that but like you know and he talked about you know what how cool it was to sit at the cunningham's kitchen table to write that stuff and i'm sure that's cool but i doubt it translated into a lot of money right so i'm sure it was just it was pennies really i mean i'm sure it wasn't much money but so you're collecting pennies from all your 50 different projects yeah you know, you, i mean you that's survive, how he survived guess, you know and, driving around with his car with no floorboards right. in it but if you yeah if you do your homework and you look at his history from the 70s up till kiss that dude really paid his dues i yeah. mean he he truly worked his ass off to become what he did and you kind of discovered something new that he was involved in yes right before and all I, this that we nobody ever knew about between you and uh, Lamoureux. And I think it's cool to I think it's okay to talk about this. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, yeah, there's a there's a, I, you know, a couple of weeks before uh, the uh, expo I started watching old expo appearances that Vinny did back in the 90s and I found one from Chicago and he brings up something just in passing about his pre-kiss time of a band that he worked with and I had never known this connection for some reason. It never, I've never read it anywhere or anything. And he mentions that for a short time, he was working with a LA new wave style band called Sue sad and the next. And I was like, I know that band name from somewhere, but it, I couldn't remember. Cause this band really didn't break big or anything. But then it hit me that John Lamoureux from a show called the hustle. And he does a lot of, Episodes with people that, you know, either one hit wonders or, you know, even no hit wonders, but you know, it's more of a, it's a, it's a great podcast and I do recommend it. Um, and you learn about how they've survived since, you know, to even if you had one hit, can you live off one hit? How much money do you still make? You know, he yeah. asked those questions and I remember he interviewed Sue sad like a year ago, I think. And I, but I don't remember the details of the interview, but it hit me, and I was like, oh, I'm going to ask John if, if she ever mentioned Vinny. So I messaged him, and I'm like, did, did Susat ever say anything about Vinny Vincent? He's like, no, why? Mm-hmm. And then I send him the link, and I'm like, check out this part here. And he's like, that's strange. He's like, she never said anything about it. I'm going to talk. I'm going to contact her. So thanks to the magic of the internet, man. Yeah. And uh, so he contacts her. And, she, and Chris Sinzak, rock and roll detective. I, I got to find a new mystery after this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh I have to get a Ouija board to pull Mark St. John back. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, uh, so he, he gets in touch with her and then she says something along the lines of, it's so interesting that you mention Vinnie Vincent because he was working with us on our second album for, I think it said Planet Records, which is like a small label. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's strange you bring him up because we have a small window of time to try to get, um, I think to get their masters back or something like that, yeah, to own their masters again. And since Vinny played on some of that stuff, he needs to sign off on certain paperwork, I think. Wow. And uh, he sends me this, and I'm like, 
wow, that's pretty. And I was like, and then he sends me the the contact info for one of the members who's handling all this. So I take that info and I and I put it in an email and I send it to Vinny's lawyer and I said, I'm you know I'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend. I sent this earlier in the week, um, but this seems time sensitive and it looks like you know he could maybe help this situation. And he got back to me and he said, I've I'll pass this on to Vinny. Um, thanks for sending it along. God bless podcasting. I know. And then I got when we got to the actually when I was waiting on you to get your autographs. You know, his lawyer was standing right there, and I said, "Hey, did it work out with that whole suicide and the next thing? Did is he working on?" And he said, "Yeah, we're, we're we've got it. We're, we're working on it now." Nice. So uh, big shout out to John Lamro of the yeah. Hustle, and I, I'll be sending him a private message, obviously, before this comes out because I don't want to take him by surprise. But suicide in the next. Suicide in the next. So Who knew? yeah, that's. That's another Vinny factoid I certainly never knew. Wow. And I thought I knew it all. You got to love podcasting, <laughs> man. Oh, and uh, Joe Polo, and, and actually I think it was Sonny Pooney, either Joe or Sonny, on their Expo Recap show, they uh, they hit on an interesting point that I can't believe I didn't think of. When Robert got up on stage with Vinny, that's the first time they ever performed together in public. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. I never Robert thought about that. by the time they started touring. Holy shit. So they had never performed live before. We witnessed history. history. And they actually called me while they were recording to see if I had, if I could say for sure or not. Yeah. I'm sitting there at home and I'm like about to fall asleep. And my <laughs> Skype starts blowing up on my phone and it says, Jody have not. I'm like, what the hell are they Skyping me for? And I open it up and they're like, Chris, you're on podcast rock city. And, um, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> what did I win? Um, and then they were like, do you, you know, did before this weekend, did Vinny and Robert ever perform together? Or was that the first time? And I said, I guess it was. And wow. yeah, I don't think they ever performed live before. That's wild. Yeah. How cool. That's crazy. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it the a, Atlanta Kiss Expo. It was, it was a great time. I'll never forget last weekend. No, me neither. And um, So thank you to everybody involved in putting yes. that together. Yeah, and if you were – and there's so much more that I'm sure I'm missing out on talking about. Of course, Roger Bernard with the great black books, oh, scrapbooks. Yeah, yeah. He let um, us sign his book. He did and took what our an photo. Honor. And I was like, you really want our signature? We're going to cheapen it. Um, but uh, Ross Radley – uh, for the magic book, yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna miss everything. Ken Kelly was there with his artwork. What was the the one right on the corner? The guys we were talking to, mm, like around corner? across from where Julian was sitting. Was that the magic book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, that looks really, really interesting to me. And then you know, Kurt Gooch and Jeff Sues from Kiss Alive Forever showed this unreleased, you know, Kiss oh, footage. Yeah. That was That's it. There's so much that I felt I don't want to talk for hours, but there was. We're there, getting there. there was, yeah, how, far, how far in are we? Yeah, right? We're getting there. We're okay, all, right. all right. Don't worry about well, that. I'm just trying to keep it concise. But No, that, uh, that video footage was awesome. Showed uh, Gene Simmons doing his, uh, like, a test reel thing for, tr- like, an audition. Yeah, it was for a show called, I think it was called Grotus, that just didn't do anything. But he was considered to be the star for it. Wow. But he wouldn't, he wrote about it in his biography. Yeah. And he, that he, the only reason he didn't take the job is because it paid less than kiss. Yeah. And he's like, it doesn't pay enough for me, but that was him during the interesting to see him doing that during the elder era. So that's, you know, before they unmasked, I recognize the haircut. Yeah. It's the exact same haircut from the elder. It was funny watching him do a, an acting, acting real. It was. And then I got to see footage of kiss playing two days after the day I was born. Oh, yeah. How cool. At the Sahara Hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah. And then it wrapped up with a really cool um, 
interview backstage in Cleveland on the Creatures Tour with all four of them in full makeup and costume. I can't wait for those guys to release that. I don't think it ever will be. No? I think it was only shown to those of us that were there. And that guy had the greatest job on earth. We're going to fly yeah. you around the planet, so and you need to licensing. seek out Kiss, you know, masters. just clips and yeah. masters and things that were on TV. And can you imagine if that is your full-time job to just travel around trying to go to, to libraries and, you know, news stations and anything you could find, any little clip of Kiss? There was some real gold in that reel. That yeah. Show. So, I mean, there was some cool stuff, and uh, I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm sorry to wave the carrot in front of my our listeners that weren't there, but I'm just, I have to admit, it was cool. It was super cool. Awesome. Every Everybody yeah. I met down there was awesome. All the things I've seen was awesome. Yeah, and if we, if, if, if you were part of the weekend and we missed talking about just we're sorry we yeah. uh, but we had a great time and uh we have our own expo coming up uh, that's right they talk, well they talked about a nashville kiss expo which you know if something gets released by next week we'll talk about that too but uh the, yeah, Nash- the possibility of a vinnie vincent invasion reunion that's true um but uh for our own selfish reasons we do have the nashville rock and pod expo coming up part two coming up in on august 25th gene simmons birthday and uh GoFundMe is live. Yep. Go to uh, GoFundMe.com slash, uh, I think it's called Rockin' Pod 2018. Right on. And, uh, of course, just look in the show notes for this because from this week forward in the show notes, you will find the link to that GoFundMe. If, if you, you came to it last year, you, you know how much fun we had. And if you didn't come to it last year, yeah. you probably kicked yourself in the butt a little bit for not coming. So this year yeah. definitely is your chance to be a part of it. We're going to pull all our favorite podcast friends from all over North America back again. I yeah. think we're, we're actually going to get Rich and Wally to come this yeah, time. Yeah, they're planning on coming from Canada. I'm going to keep bugging Guarcast. Oh, really? See if we can get them to come. But yeah, bigger, bigger, better venue. Um, yeah. Planning on, you know, can't announce any guests yet, but uh, there's some definite, we're going to try to do some really special stuff this year and right. uh, it'll be worth your time and if you well, go- look what we did last year we yeah. did the the rock the heavy metal parking lot right. and there's, we had our producers panel there's something and- along those lines being planned now. right on um but uh if you want to donate in advance if you want to it's like you know twenty dollars goes ahead and gets you the early entry like always but um if you want to donate and then there's like a perk or something special added, we're going to have certain VIP packages this year. Right. Um, you can use that money towards, you know, getting something if, if it gets announced later. So don't delay going ahead and putting some money down if you want to help. Right, because we really need to get this thing rolling because the sooner we hit some of these goals, the sooner we can start putting things into yes. place and the quicker we can start making announcements about stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, time for you guys to start thinking about what you want to come on Decibel Geek and talk about because yes, we we're going to open that. it up wide open again. We had so many great episodes out of it last year where our friends came on who donated and wanted to be a part of the show. And it was some of the best, most informative, most rocking things we ever got to do, you know. Yep. And it's fun for us to hang out with our friends and it's fun for you to help us out so it works out for everyone and also the faster we hit our goal the the quicker the you know the less you'll have to hear us prattle on about this that's right uh, we really really we're we're not quite in begging mode yet but we're getting there well ian and ralph taught us well you know you start guilting your audience you do it does work what's wrong with you guys so donate money (laughs) (laughs) the hell you waiting on what's taking so long even if it's five dollars it it, it all helps Uh uh-huh all right well uh, you there pick, you have it, vindication. Won't you pick, let's 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 go out with a with a cool Vinny song. You pick a Vinny song to, to play on the way out today. Oh boy, I guess. Let's see. And there's so much you to love choose how from. I'll put you on the spot. Yeah, right you put me on the spot. There's so much to choose from. I'd say the song that Robert and Vinny did together. 
Back on the streets. Back on the streets. That was fantastic. One of the highest peaks of the whole weekend. It was so amazing to see those two on stage together, and I'm really hoping it's not the last time we're going to see these guys together. And who knows what could happen. We could get some some new music from these guys together. How fantastic would that be? I think we'll be seeing more of them. So let's show them the love. All right, this is Back on the Streets, and we will be back next week. See ya.
Good to see you. I'm Aaron. How you doing? I'm good. Aaron. Awesome. I thought this guy was uh, acting first. <laughs> that's the only way I can get in here and hang out with Vinny Vincent. That's what I'm going to do. Got it? Awesome. Okay, do one with me and Chris. Yeah. Come yeah. here, buddy. All right, nice. Here we go. Two, three. Yep. You want an individual with him? Yeah, if you don't mind. Thanks for coming. Thank you. New relationship. New day. All right? So good. Hey guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed that little Easter egg of our talk with Vinny, and that's just a little piece of it. Uh, for those of you that are already Patreon VIPs, that will be part of the audio that we include this week. Will be the full meeting with Vinny, and a little bit, a whole lot of more audio from the expo and other things there. But uh, if you haven't become a Patreon VIP, guys, uh, just go to Patreon.com/decibelgeek, and you can sign up there. And uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of cool stuff there. And you get to hear all the the Vinny stuff, and there's a whole lot more planned for this year. And uh, sorry to turn into a salesman on you, but hey, we have to do what we do. Thanks again for listening.